5: Up next, Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. This week, we're celebrating the 49th episode of this podcast, and we have something very special planned for you guys. Don't go away. This is Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. Welcome back to Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. I'm Gianno Caldwell, and I'm very excited for today's show. This is our 49th episode with someone who's a very dear friend of mine, our guest uh, today is rather an interesting guy. He's a minister. That you're like, oh, man, we've had other ministers on here before, of course. He's very unique, though. He has the last name that millions of people know around the world, and it is Kardashian. Yes, that Kardashian. This Kardashian, though, is someone who... Does something a little different than the reality TV stars that you know from keeping up with the Kardashians, Kim, Chris, Chloe, and all of those folks. This guy is a life coach. He's a minister. And I'm telling you, folks, you're in for a true ride. I'm talking about Ron Kardashian. He's here for an in-depth and inspiring conversation that I know you'll enjoy. Ron is a life coach, and he's a mentor to so many people whose lives he's touched for the better. He's also a strength and conditioning coach certified by the National Strength and Conditioning Association and the founder of Kingdom Conditioning Ministries. You can find out more about Ron's integrated God-centered fitness approach by picking up his book, Getting in Shape God's Way. He also has a book out called 30-Second Solution, Trend from Your Body, Business, Relationships, and Life in Just 30 Seconds. This is a book that people like T.D. Jakes has endorsed. So, Ron Kardashian, thank you for joining us here on Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell, coach.
6: Thank you, Gianno, for having me.
5: No, it's my pleasure. Now, it's a lot going on this week, and I want to start off the show by talking about Afghanistan, the people they are hurting. Mm-hmm. I know that there's been plans in the works for a while for us to withdraw in Afghanistan, and I'm certainly not looking to have you uh, get involved in any political conversations because I think this is beyond politics. I think this is a human That's right. A human issue where the United States is supposed to be that shining city sitting on a hill for freedom-loving people everywhere, and it feels as though we failed that mission. But I want to play some audio from CNN, of all places, and what they're noticing on the ground from one of their senior international correspondents. Let's play the audio, Drew.
1: Is the panic the lack of clear information, the rumor mill is in overdrive. There's hysteria. You have Taliban fighters with whips, with guns. You have U.S. and U.K. soldiers who are not allowing people in. You have mixed messaging coming through about what kind of paperwork you need and how you can get on a flight and where you can go. I mean, it is just an absolute mess. And we heard President Biden say yesterday in his uh, comments to ABC News that this is not a failure. And I think a lot of people outside that airport, particularly those taking the kinds of extreme actions we're just talking about, would like to know, if this isn't failure, what does failure look like exactly?
5: What you just heard is a clip from CNN. And I'm sure a lot of you are listening and saying, wait a second, that was CNN? Yes, it was. The world is condemning our leader right now. Our allies in Afghanistan, um, our allies around the world who been a part of this fight for 20 plus years, didn't receive one phone call from the commander in chief as to what he was going to do and how he was going to do it, thereby putting the lives of American citizens and those who helped our country in jeopardy. And I want you to listen to this next sound And I want to get the coach's response on the other end of it from a lady who is Afghani. And these are her thoughts on president Biden.
1: Biden. Listen to me carefully. You destroyed not Afghanistan but the world. Taliban are best friends with Al-Qaeda and ISIS, all they're gonna do, use our land to build our resources resources, to build and to destroy the world. You, you, you right now, you while you're on vacation and our country was burning and bleeding to death
7: while you're on vacation.
5: Man, coach. Wow. Horrific. Painful. The people are truly hurting, and and, and our country has failed at its mission, honestly. Uh, My thoughts. I want to get your thoughts because you you speak with some of the most prominent people around the world, and you've coached them through success, whether it be titans of business, ministers, world leaders. I want to get your thought, especially a human perspective on what you just listened to.
6: That was probably the most moving thing I've heard all week, and I have not heard that clip yet. But you know, Gianna, what comes to mind right away, and, and forgive me because this was so emotional for me as a father, as a husband, that is somebody's daughter. And we have to put on the right lens and look through the perspective of empathy and compassion because we, this is not a political issue. This is a human lives issue. Now, I'll tell you something very powerful, and I don't, quote this, I don't quote this without deep reverence and respect and introspection from my own life, but Proverbs 29.2 is something that haunted my soul as I heard this woman scream, and it says, when the righteous are in authority and become great, the people rejoice, but when the wicked man rules, the people groan and sigh. Could you hear the groaning and the sighing? This is a humanistic issue. It's about saving lives. These are American citizens on that soil, and regardless, pulling out any sort of protection jeopardizes the lives of not only men, these young boys, but women and children. And I read a a subtitle this week as I was doing my D.D., and trying to empathize and see how I can better serve this initiative amongst leaders. And one thing read correct with me, that the backbone of this annihilation and onslaught is about the gold, the girls, and the glory. That's what the Taliban's agenda is. And it puts them in harm's way, without any resources or protection, and this is now inducing an epidemic that I'm dealing with amongst those leaders you mentioned that I coach called deep trauma.
5: Wow. And you can see that because certainly, for if, if folks who have been watching the news media, we've seen airplanes, our airplanes, as a matter of fact, our military aircraft with over 600 people and the most that they've ever known or have on record has ever been on said military aircraft. But you saw yes. people attached to the side of it. And you saw some people, as the airplane took off, they were hanging off the side of the airplane. And some, I think a young boy died as the airplane took off and and hit the sky there. This is, you're so right, and your words are so appropriate. And, I mean, really touching and moving what you're saying right now, especially considering the fact that this is the level of chaos that we've not necessarily seen as a country. That's right. I don't even know where the vice president is. No one knows. Who, where's Kamala Harris? Like, no one knows. It seems as though she doesn't want to have her hand anywhere in this mess. It feels like we're in a leaderless country right now. And it, it's this isn't political. For folks that are listening, hey, I voted for Trump. This isn't my fault. Or, you know, at least it's better than Trump or something like that. You have people that will try to take both sides of it and make it political. This is not political, folks. This is not. This is lives on the line. And the reputation of our country on the world stage being diminished day by day, hour by hour with a president who doesn't seem like he's up for the job and a vice president who's not answering the call of leadership. And this is where we are. So I would say this if it was Trump, if it was George W. Bush, it doesn't matter about the D or the R by someone's name. This is an issue that our country is going to have to deal with the blowback for years to come. Our allies are not questioning. Could we could they count on our support? And that's a dangerous place to be because those same allies can go build new relationships with Russia and China because China is taking over on the world stage. That's right. We got to be really thoughtful about how we want to be viewed for the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Is America still a shining city? On the hill, is it still a beacon of hope for freedom-loving people everywhere? And it doesn't feel that way, coach. It really doesn't.
6: It's not only that, Gianno. It's that if you can do this to them, who else are you going to do this to?
5: Absolutely. Great point.
6: It is a botched model of leadership, as one Fox analyst had so beautifully said, to use that profound word, botched. And I think you are right on the money in terms of we have got to do some... See, from my perspective, I look at this from a human performance perspective. We're in the human development business. So anytime you're looking to increase the wherewithal or the capability of a society, everything, Giano, everything rises or succeeds or
5: fails on leadership. man. And that's it. And you're you're the expert for it. And I'm so thankful to have you for this conversation. Now, I, I want to first give our listeners an opportunity to get to know how we know each other. I initially heard about you uh, through my church, Dr. Bill Winston. He had a conference. This is a 20,000-member church, and they have massive conferences where people come from all over the world. People view these conferences from all over the world. Thousands of people come. And during one Sunday, they mentioned that Ron Kardashian, they flash a picture up and they said, "Hey, he's going to be coming and giving a word to us." But he's one of the good Kardashians. He's a, he's a good, a good Christian brother. And I mean, he had to mention that because people were like, "Wow, a Kardashian is coming to the church. What is this about?" It was a real consideration as to you know what what is this about? A Kardashian's coming to the church, so. uh, So I I learned about you initially that way, and then months, months later, if not over a year later, I get a call from um, Dr. Winston's daughter, Melody Winston, saying, hey, I think there is a guy that you should talk to, and I'll let you take it from there.
6: Well, it was just a beautiful introduction. I think you know relationships, Gianna, we need to understand this about our culture that we're in. They're either a bridge or a gap. They're either moving us closer to our destiny or bringing us farther away from it. And when I was introduced to you, I was at the time, you weren't even as well known as you were now. You were working on your career, you were developing yourself. And I think the thing that impressed me most about you was your humility and your sense of um, human understanding which I find is an absence in this culture today. You know, empathy is something that is a behavioral trait that, and I'll just point to me as a man, that, and I always point to myself. I remember if I'm pointing the finger at someone else, I got three fingers pointing back at myself. But it's something that I have aspired to work on. And meeting you, hearing your heart, hearing your passion, and now watching the success of your hard work. With
5: God's favor, with
6: God's favor. Of course. And you've really done an exceptional job. And I'm I'm equally as honored to be in your life as well.
5: No, I, I thank you for that, Coach. And, you know, we talked about the fact, or rather I talked about the fact that you've coached some of the most powerful people in the world And I'm not going to ask you who are some of those people out of confidentiality. I know, you know, y'all do agreements like that, you don't expose those people. But why are people so drawn to you? Why is that, you think?
6: You know, ever since I was a little boy, I was the God, there we go again. I I felt so emotional after that woman's quote. It's just so of this Afghanistan thing has hit me. So forgive me. But. This brings me back to my early childhood when I was diagnosed with attention deficit disorders and the teachers had basically thrown me away. You know, he's no good. You know, he's a troublemaker. It would led to a propensity and, and a trauma. That is a uh, rejection-induced trauma, much like a 9-11 victim would induce trauma through seeing world calamity or these precious Afghanis if seeing calamity-induced uh, trauma I have faced trauma, so I understand it, and I think it gave me a very sound ear, if you will, to be a good listener. And ever since I was a little boy, I have been the one in the schoolyard where the kids would come and tell all their problems to. I don't know why, Giano. And at a very young age, you know, I had a, uh, my first apparition of Christ, where I was actually visited. I mean, I was a bad boy. I just admit it. I always like telling my own trash. I've uh, got mixed up with the wrong people. Got into drugs. Got into alcohol. Dealt with deep shame and regret for some of the behaviors and the way I treated people, which became the caveat, though, for are you going to do something about it? Which is the most admirable trait of human development: is that the greatest apology is a change behavior, as some has quoted, and um, you know that has evolved through the years. Um, how I grew up and and here I am now as a senior level executive advisor and executive coach to some of the most beautiful people on the planet,
5: wow, and some of the most prominent as well. Now you kind of talked about why people are drawn to you. Life coaching, you know, a lot of people they think of it. they say, well, I can just get a counselor. What do I need a life coach for? exactly. and this is this has been your your life's work. How did how did you really get into that space? Like, I, I hear that people were drawn to you from a kid, but yeah, how, yeah. what was, what was the catalyst to say, okay, this is my life's work? Well, sum it up in a, a minute is I had a great desire to be
6: a physical therapist. I wanted to be a doctor. My mother was a, was a therapist. Um, she was in the gerontology, which is care of the elderly. So I was a candy striper in the convalescent facilities, pushing around wheelchairs while I was living my high school athletic life and the cross-pollination between watching the effects of dementia and the aging process in conjunction with my athleticism. I mean, I was this aspiring pro-athlete. I wanted to go to the NFL. I wanted to play football. I loved it. I ate, I slept, I drank it. And then in my junior year as a two-year letter, I retained an injury in my trap where I severed all the nerves down my spine through the trapezius, which is that Famous massage muscle in the back, and I was paralyzed, Gianno, from the neck down for about 30 seconds. And I'm laying there on the football field. I can't feel my feet, and I know at that moment I may never walk again. But God, you know, this whole but God thing, you know, they use it as a church cuoculum or a cute saying, you know, but it's really a true story for me. It, 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 this began my journey of becoming the therapist, or what I am wearing the title of now, strength and conditioning coach, uh, to help prevent athletes from furthering injuring yourself. Now, here's the parallel, just for sake of time. You fast forward my career 20 years, I'm still preventing men avoid injury, women avoid injury. I just moved it from the weight room to the boardroom. And it is the same neurological connections we deal with in business in life in relationships that I was dealing with on the football field. And that's my entire practice now.
5: So it really was a life experience that drove you into a space that became your life's passion and work.
6: Absolutely. Because at that moment, my career to be a pro athlete had ended, but my passion to help pro athletes had just begun. And oftentimes we will look at our career and our life or we'll face the vicissitudes of life, the calamities of life, and say, man, I I, I face serious rejection. Well, I'd like to propose a new word for our listeners, and that is your rejection is not a rejection. Your defeat is not a defeatism. It's simply a redirection into an area where you still are passionately involved in. And my love for pro sports, my love for these athletes then became my passion, but I couldn't
5: play the game with them. So I prepared them for the game of life. You know what? That That's such a powerful statement. And it reminds me of a couple of things. One, me growing up at the age of 14, politics became it was my life, life's work now, but it mm-hmm. became a passion of mine because I thought I was helping my mom. So yeah. I got involved uh, with politics because I was riding down the street with my grandfather at the age of 14, and I see a lady who looked drugged up and beat down, and I began to tear up because I knew I, I saw my mother. This
6: story. Yeah, yeah I, I knew
5: I saw my mother. And then as we began to continue riding down the street, I looked over, and my grandfather looked at me and said, what's, what's wrong with you, boy? Very Southern voice. And I realized this what lady wasn't my mother, but it certainly could have been her. And then uh, from there, I said, Granddad, what, what can I do to f- prevent this kind of thing from happening? And he tells me about the elected officials having the power to increase the penalty of law for those who sell and distribute drugs and them having the ability to provide grant funding. And that soon after I went and started volunteering for my local alderman because I thought I was helping my mother. That became that life's work. But I think what also that you said is such an interesting point of view because my grandmother would often tell my younger brother who wanted to be a WWE wrestler, he shouldn't do that. He should go be a doctor, a lawyer. She was trying to yeah. put him on the path that she thought was best for him. And yeah. I told her, listen, don't do that. The reason you don't do that is because you don't know if he's going to either go be a successful WWE wrestler or if it's going to lead to him being a manager of the wrestlers, if he's going to create a new technology for the wrestlers. So to your point, finally, as I... <laughs> <laughs> Come to a close. <laughs> you getting out there on that football field, having that injury, and having that moment sparked everything for you. Sparked
6: everything. That's right. You know, we we say it in the church: your test, your testimony. But do we really pass it? Because the ultimate passing of the test is to fight the fear, the doubt, the unbelief, and if there's shame in there, and Giano, that's a big, big piece of your life puzzle that I'm sure your listeners know, and I know personally, that you had to overcome the shame of the inner city. You had to to overcome the shame of defeatism. And you did it. And you're a living testimony to passing that test. And really, that's what an executive coach does. I mean, that's the difference. You asked earlier, what's the difference with psychology and coaching? We take a strength-based approach rather than a liability approach. And what I mean by that is that we all know that we have liabilities. Again, I point three fingers at myself. I'm the king of liabilities. Failure after failure after failure. Defeat after defeat after defeat. But I have coined a saying, Gianno, and you know this, that I have learned through most and obtained the victories in my life, not through my successes, but from my atrocities. Because it it conditions the human soul in a way that seasons and flavors us for what I believe is the most epic time in world history to be alive. You're going to need some guts. And all the pain that you've been through dealing with life, dealing with policy, dealing with an invisible government, if I could say, you are developing backbone and resilience in other dimensions. Because if we just look at our life through one lens, it's a very limited lens. You're not just a physical person having a spiritual experience. You are a spiritual entity having physical encounters and how you navigate and redirect those encounters is the outcome of what I call moving from career to calling. And that's what you did.
5: We're talking to Ron Kardashian. Stick with us. We'll be back after the break.
7: between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid
5: You being Coach Ron Kardashian and the Kim Kardashian and the Chris and the Chloe and all of those folks, those folks are living a much different lifestyle than you. But you have you have the name and the platform to speak righteousness to a nation and thousands of people listen to you on a regular and consistent basis. Yeah. How does that name really go into these secular areas? And I, when I'm, I'm using your name, because people are often open. They're like, oh, I want to hear what you have to say versus a a normal minister who, you know, may have a church and you build, you get more people that are going to be interested in what you have to say just off of that. How has that worked for you in your life and in your your ministry? It has required deep and prolonged
6: counsel. Let me tell you, it is a, a unbelievable dichotomy to wake up one morning and you are the subject of 30 million google hits i mean who can who can mentor that who who do you call to help process that because you get all the haters and the players that come up for the woodwork you know which i was exposed to now i embrace it but it was painful at the time my greatest claim to fame is my life message i mean what the real story is people don't know is that i gave my life to jesus christ at 22 being an ex addict Coming out of the entertainment industry, I'm back down in the bottom of the barrel. I almost OD'd uh, at least a half a dozen times. I mean, my my life has been the epitome of pain, Giano. But I experienced it all by 22. And in, that, in this time, now I'm 47. You know, so I have been on the other side of this, living my life as a first as a strength and conditioning coach, being a personal trainer, working, you know. 60, 70 hours a week now to a senior level advisor. But the the claim to fame has always been, I've always sought wise counsel. And I'll never forget the day Bishop T.D. Jakes honored me with one of the greatest honors of my life. He endorsed my last book, 30 Second Solution. Didn't even put the tie in together that the Kardashian brand uh, and whatnot. He was really moved by the book. Apparently he bought 400 copies for his entire staff and it was about making good decisions. Well, it began the beginning of our relationship, and I sought him out as a friend, as a mentor, and I looked at him and I said, Bishop, I don't know how to process the fame. I've never been interested in fame. It's not in my wheelhouse. It's fun. It was cool. I said, but I'm an influencer. How do I stay true to my calling? Should I change my name? And he looked at me with that powerful, beautiful voice and said, don't you dare. You know, God gave you that name and use it to redeem mankind. Gianno, I never forgot it. And Bill Winston, who's been my pastor now for I don't even know how many years, my only pastor, uh, authentic, genuine, seasoned, flavored, gentle, compassionate, you know, said the same thing. He said, "We will take everything God has given us and use it to bring glory to His name." And that's really all I want to do.
5: And that's really excellent to hear those comments from both pastors. Now, let, let's talk about your book, Thirty Second Solution. Let, let's give a, folks a rundown of what yeah. you discuss. What encouraged uh, Pastor TD Jakes to buy four hundred copies for every member of his staff?
6: Yeah. Oh, can, do you mind if I yeah, just please, quote please, him? Please, please, uh, He said, "Ron Kardashian's thirty-second solution introduces readers to new breakthrough information for transforming old patterns." Into turnarounds. He used the word dramatic turnarounds, which sometimes happen. They're not always dramatic. Sometimes people just need a little turnaround for those who want to derive purpose and more satisfaction from life. Um, I think the hub of the book was about poor decisions I made. Again, you know, I think the greatest form of, of leadership is you have to have a certain sense of humility and you have to be able to be transparent to tell your own dirt. That if anybody, if everybody thinks you're perfect, then you're unrelatable. And in the book, I just talk talk about my transformation process and these what I call cognitive decisions that I had to make or brain decisions for one of the themes of my podcast. Now, you know, as you encouraged me to start the podcast, we named it Higher, but it it was derived from a concept of Can you think higher about yourself? And I got it from an old neuroscience education that I had about nerve cells that fire together, wire together. So if you can rewire yourself, you can refire some nerve connections and you can go higher in your belief system or your, your own perception of yourself. And this, Gianno, is what constitutes for the greatest breakthrough in life. The battle is six inches between the ears make no mistake about it. And when you've got materials and tools like my book to help you fine tune that process, you're on your way to a higher dimension.
5: Wow. So you're saying that your book allows people to kind of rewire their brains to make different and better decisions? I'll tell you one thing. I sought out Dr. Daniel Amen, who is a New York Times
6: bestseller of change your brain, change your body. You know him. I think you, I think you know of him. We've talked about him before, but he said, Ron Kardashian's 30-second solution will literally help you put the brakes on the brain to help you think before you act so you can make significantly better decisions. Now, he went on to say that the brain is involved in everything that you do. So this tools that I developed, I had him authenticated, would develop new brain pathways that will enhance impulse control, focus, and forethought. And that's something that you've done with me. We've we've enhanced your focus and we've we've narrowed your lens and had time to expand your lens. So what has made you such a profound empathetic um journalist is that you have a worldview, but at time of precision, you know how to hone in on the crossfire, which is an element of vision and focus. And that's what it does.
5: I want to switch gears a little bit because we're now not just in Afghanistan right now with the, the chaos that's ensuing there. But we're also still in a time of COVID. And there's been a lot of mixed messaging around COVID. People, for a lot of people, they lost either 18 months of their life, which was the start of when the COVID lockdown started, yes. or they lost their life. I mean, it's really, that's the distinction. They either lost 18 months of their life or they lost their life. And it's horrific that that's where we are, but that's certainly where we are. And a lot of people have been more depressed than normal because of because of COVID. They're losing their job. They're losing a family member. People have been suffering for quite a while. Have you noticed with your clientele specifically, have you noticed more depression that's coming about with folks? How are you trying to guide them through that process? And for our listeners, help guide them through, through the processes, especially in a, a COVID era.
6: Yes. In answer to your question, the short answer is yes. Uh, We have seen an increased heightened awareness of anxiety, depression, fear, even the paranormal. I mean, my discussions with individuals has dramatically changed. People are traumatized. Remember that word trauma, I think, is the main focus of this discussion we have because there is healing for trauma. But trauma camouflages itself around other ailments like insecurity, anger rage, bitterness. Um, it goes down into addictive behaviors, um, it, it, trauma-induced um, uh, psychosomatic disorders, the use of drugs and alcohol and pornography. And what it begins to do is it begins to rewire the brain in a very destructive pattern. I want to intercept that pattern. And even for people who are listening now, can can I do, do some executive coaching please, right here live? Please, please and thank you. What 100% of you can change this moment by what I call using a technique I call called cognitive replacement and cognitive replacement is a fancy word for saying you have just had a thought that has tremendously attacked you. You have the power over that thought by not just rethinking another thought, but actually saying out loud in capturing the thought by saying, no, that is the wrong thought, Ron. You're not, don't think that way about yourself. Don't get bitter, get better. Become more proactive and help people instead of slandering them. Become better at being a father rather than being abusive. I know you're angry. I know the money's tight. I know you've been in lockdown. Change the way you think and it will change your behaviors. And this is something that we hear a lot about right now. I always say that sin starts with a belief system. It is a skewed belief system. Now, here's what we've done. My whole life work has culminated to develop a tool, an algorithm that helps people capture those belief systems from an internal angle, not just externally. Tell me about your day. Tell me about your life. Tell me about your strengths. Tell me about your liabilities. These are these job interviews, cues, that they think are describing the full intel of human ability, potential, and talent. You are way more than just a series of questions. You are an intricate neural connection that has built a web of life from your experiences and your trials and your victories and your joys and your sufferings. And it has built this beautiful canvas called human life. When we take a snapshot of a human being, it is done at the neurological level. And it is so powerful, Gianno, that it instantly brings breakthrough, focus, and clarity overnight. Because people are finally able to get a digital read of their brain. And I make a joke out of it when people are arguing. That Not many people do argue, but I did have this one guy. He goes, what does my thoughts have to do with my income? And this was an engineer. And I said, are you kidding me? I go everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. He, he was like, he was so smart that he was stupid. And and I told him, you're probably a really intelligent guy, but from an EQ perspective, not IQ, but EQ, which is where we assess, this is the game changer for leadership. That, that Ron Kardashian actually became a better person through EQ training. Which is the hub of my whole practice now, and we're able to digitize that and show you your brain, much like which I was joking about earlier, you get your blood pressure checked, but have you ever gotten your brain checked, and we can control your blood pressure, and now we have the capability and the power to control thoughts and behaviors through this assessment.
5: Wow now yeah. is this now the the assessment that you're referring to is, is this a part of your company Elevate,
6: yeah. Uh, higher technologies is uh, what we're doing i have i have several companies but higher uh, higher um, you can visit the higher.net the higher.net my coaching company is lee confidant right french for the confidant which was influenced by my beautiful french clients because i've coached on three continents um, and and it really the distinction was all the greatest world leaders and you know this Giano, in world history have all had one thing in common they've had a confidant Uh, And I've used that word because people are looking for trust. And back to those early days in high school, I I just was somebody people can trust. And that is the fullness of our coaching company and our technology company is 100% confidentiality. We run a airtight, non-disclosure, right? Full NDA on all of our practices. And this assessment is the entry portion to establish and it makes sense because a lot of people will go to a coach or therapist and they'll say hey give me the 360 view on my leadership help me to take my game to the next level okay let's start with just my speculation we eliminate all speculation the tool does the work it maps out the roadmap for your next 12 months and the the success rate is almost 200 because for everyone who goes through it right tell somebody else like you've done and they're going through it and having success
5: Now, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to ask Ron about his faith in our increasingly secular culture. Stay with us.
1: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep (sighs) expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
3: Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air?
4: For years, and I really like it.
5: All right, we're back out loud with Gianno Caldwell. I got Ron Kardashian I'm talking to who's been giving us a plethora of information and actually doing live coaching. Um, I'm so thankful to have him on. He's a personal friend of mine. He's someone that I talk to and rely on for advice. He coaches me, and I'm glad to have him join us. Now, Ron, I want to ask you before we we start talking about more about faith, which we we've been talking about throughout this interview, are there any basic principles about finding meaning and happiness in life that can apply to everyone who you come in contact with, regardless of their specific set of circumstances? Is anything that you can tell us that we can just take and we can apply to our lives right now?
6: Yes, I have. If you will email me, EliteLevelCoach at gmail.com, EliteLevelCoach, I will send you these 10 keys of excellence as a gift to improve your life and business and I'll just share with you a few of them. My first one on the top 10 list for an answer to your question and to do some coaching here, exercise maturity. Think about that statement for a minute, because oftentimes we bring old behaviors into new rooms. I coach people on this when they move to the C-suite role. I said, you can't act like a director if you're the CEO, right? There's a change of cadence and a rhythm. In fact, one of my next books is going to be called Rhythm. I've I've written three. I've got got three more, four more to go. One of them is on developing the rhythms of life and understanding the power of frequency. Because there's so many immature business dealings, people, and things the world is in need of, leaders, and not just industry leaders, but world leaders. They are in need of maturity. I think we all understand that pretty well. (laughs) Um, Number two, isolate your business around a cause. Uh, This is what I call organic motivation. It's naturally generated, Gianno. I wake up every day alive and well without the use of cocaine or uh, methamphetamine or uh, stimulants. Uh, I watch my coffee intake. Now, why? I'm driven by a cause. A cause is something you would die for. Do you have a cause? The Bible even says, is there not a cause? It whispers in the echo of the night, are you doing more with your life than just acquiring wealth to heap up where eventually moths and dust will corrupt? This is is what's going to happen. This is the stark reality of our unlimited wealth and success is that if we're not multi-platformic in how we're building a life, both here on the earth and in the heavens, then we're missing the essence of life. And which leads me to my third point, no matter how much money you have or don't have, Live your passion, or someone else will. Live your passion, or somebody else will. And how many times do we look at other people and go, I could do what they do. Why are they so successful? I could have done that. I could have invented that. Well, you still can. See, this goes back to cognitive replacement is, is, is where you want to stop the belief system and say, no, 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 I'm not going to think about what they've done. I'm going to pursue what I'm passionate about. That's it's just a little... Quick 30 second fix that you do repetitively. Because remember, the brain is a muscle. You either condition it or it dies. And so, whenever you get stuck thinking, I can't change, just remember that's what the overweight person said before they lost 100 pounds by saying, I'm finally going to go to the gym every day. It's the same thing. You got to condition yourself and you got to know that thoughts are things which leads me to my fourth key and I'll just I'll just give five of them focus on things that add value to your life and increase your health and make you a better human being focus on things that add value to your life that includes relationships if you've got toxic people in your life if you're constantly making deposits and you have no return there needs to be some quantification and clarification there not that you need to say goodbye Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you, you know, as we used to say, (laughs) you know, you don't want to just walk out on people's life, but you do want to have some restructuring in order to establish healthy boundaries. And lastly, I'll just give you one more, which is one of my favorite ones I give to CEOs all the time and even entrepreneurs who are starting their businesses. Don't waste your time hiring people to fill spots or basis of their degrees. If you want to make the big money, you're going to have to pay the big money. In other words, honor people that are valuable. If you feel right about it, hire them. There's one thing that very wealthy people all have in common, Gianno. They all prize personal development as a core value. If they don't have what they want, they'll find a way to buy it. And in a world filled with stellar advisors like yourself, you can have a Gianno Caldwell. You can have him on your administration or your board or working for Fox or, you know, as you do. That's why they have you, because you're valuable and honor people with that value. I promise you, it'll come back a hundredfold.
5: Wow. And you've given us a number of keys. I'm sure people are going to be emailing you. Those are really wonderful and good practical applications. But I think also importantly, staying away from toxic people. I think that's so critically important. You want to hear actually the medical
6: scientific proof of this now? I would now, love to. This is unbelievable, Gianno. This this validates my whole life work as a coach and a salute to other coaches and therapists and pastors out there as well. There are wonderful people out there. The There was a study done at the Math Institute that said when an individual is speaking with deep intentionality the DNA helix, follow this now, the DNA helix inside the ear of the hearer begins to move up and down. Now, the key there is deep intentionality. So to your point, if you've got somebody who's slandering, gossiping, angry, that's intentional. That is with deep intention. The DNA helix is actually transforming in the ear of the hearer and you are being actually rewired, follow this, rewire to refire to go lower. With the antithesis of this, if you're hearing someone with deep intentionality, like I'm on the phone with you every week, right? And we're talking about positive belief systems or outcomes to business or strategies and decisions you want to make and we're flavoring and seasoning things with salt. And I am in, speaking to you with intentionality, much like I'm doing right now. The DNA helix inside you is transforming to say, I can become better. I will think smarter. I can think a different way about this situation. And inevitably, Giano, it produces a better outcome
5: all the time. And the name of that that term again is the
6: DNA helix inside the ear of the hearer. So in, in other words, inside your actual DNA strand, you are being transformed either for the better Or for the worst. You're either going higher or going lower. And if you're staying the same, you're just coasting. And we know if you're coasting, you're roasting. If you're
5: coasting, you're roasting. Now, let me ask you this, coach How important is it to look at the problems in your life as possible gifts? Very good. Very
6: good. Well,
5: you know. Great that, question, that, that, right?
6: Very good question. Very.
5: Drew, my producer, he gave me that. So <laughs> I won't take let's- credit for it. Drew gave it to me. <laughs> that, was, that was one of his questions. But how, how, do you, how do you look at that? What are your thoughts on that? Well, let's just parallel this into
6: a very humanistic example. Okay. If you want to build your body, there's going to require some weight training. I mean, everyone looks at these most beautiful bodies. We just went through the beautiful Olympics and we saw the the performance of the most decorated athletes in the world. How did they get there? Pain. No pain, no gain. And I think what happens in our life is that we are required as human beings to constantly be pivoting in life. This is what makes a great CEO is the power of the pivot in that while we deal with Heinous or detrimental or painful situations in our life, we must train ourselves through the pressure, through the pain of life to pivot and have an outcome psychologically that I'm going through hell, but when I'm going through it, I must not stop. That there has to be a wherewithal inside you that says, this will end. And that's the beautiful part about it is that life runs in cycles. And when you have the knowledge that your life is cyclical, you know that this is a season of your life. It is not eternal. And that will keep you motivated and inspired even in most darkest time. Even if it's the thought of one day, this will end and I will be better from it.
5: That is something you really can turn these, these issues or problems into your greatest benefits, right? Because you deal with them And it no longer is an obstacle, right? And and sometimes you have to deal with issues before your greatest moment hits. Sometimes it may be a young lady, say you're dating and you realize like, oh man, she's a good girl, but you you end up self-sabotaging it. And from that, you realize like, man, I need to deal with this issue, this problem that I have, which can be trauma from previous relationships, abandonment issues from dealing with your mom or father or whatever the case may be. You have to deal with those before their greatest opportunity come, which could be, uh, in my case, a wife or, uh, a, a, you know, someone else's case, a husband. Uh, so yes. dealing with those issues, those problems um, as we perceive them can be uh, the alignment for the best opportunity to come directly to us. It's, it's pulling pulling those opportunities to us. Would you agree with that? You know, Gianno, let me tell it to you as Bishop T.D. Jake
6: said it to me. I can't say it as eloquently as he did, but I'll try. Pain becomes the silent fraternity that brings the most peculiar people in the most inclement situations at the most peculiar places in time. Think about a rehab center. You're sitting there encircled in a private fraternity of strangers discussing issues that are the deepest in your heart but you know nothing about the other person that you're sitting with. Pain begins to become the trajectory for life's next level of development. This is what I mean about you have to have a proper perspective about pain, and most of the time people don't have the tools, and that's what we provide for them. This one tool for your listener, for you, Drew, is no matter what you go through in life, what I want you to experience right here, right now, live, is the simple notion that whatever you face in life has an expiration date. And you're to massage your mind with that message, bathe your soul. The soul is the mind, will, and emotions. And if we let it get out of control, it will lead us down to paths of disparity. It will lead us into areas where we don't want to go. Use the tool of understanding that this has an expiration date. And I must keep moving forward. This simple tool of cognitive replacement, to say that every day, sometimes every minute, sometimes every second, begins to spark an internal hope. And I have seen people turn their lives around and come through things, not that it's going to be easy. Whoever said it was, was lying. Life is difficult, success is difficult. But your perspective
5: at the end of the day is
6: the game changer.
5: We're talking to Ron Kardashian. Stick with us. We'll be back after the break.
1: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep
4: experts.
1: (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support. Catering to every sleep need. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
4: Hey,
3: have you ever used Cheapo
4: Air? For years, and I really like it.
5: I wanted to talk to you very, very specifically about the role that Christianity and faith is taking in the country right now. Many, many folks are noticing how the church attendance isn't the same. And this is pre-COVID when we start seeing the numbers go down. And we've seen a, a, a nation that's increasingly secular, a president who actually just adopted language in his health care budget, saying that instead of calling women, mom or mother. We're going to call them birthing person, a birthing person. So they're trying to, they they don't want people to be called dad. They, they're saying it's sexist. And it's, it's a lot of things that are going on in our country right now that is quite frankly alarming. And I know that you have two kids. I know you have a wife and you got to be concerned as a minister, someone who's preaching the gospel. I would imagine, I should say, that you would be concerned about what's going on. And for our listeners, I want to, I want to take people back to a moment and I'm just so glad that this thought hit me because I want to ask this question. This man has been very accurate. I'm talking about Ron Kardashian and I'm going back to something that happened in 2016. It was a Saturday. This tape came out about president Trump. He was running for president. It was the grab him by the P tape and the Republican party was saying, you know, we're thinking about like trying to figure out if we can replace him, if maybe Mike Pence could step up or is Mike Pence going to continue to run with him. It looked like political suicide for everyone around. It was no chance that he can win. I had just spoke to the number three at the RNC and he told me, I said, well, you know, what's going on with Trump? He's like, we're looking at our options. We're trying to see to see how can we get him out. So I talked to Ron this Saturday afternoon. You all probably remember because it was all over the television. And I said to Ron, I said, yeah, it looks like Trump is done. There's no way that he can win. And what did you tell me, Ron?
6: I had told you that I heard, I heard very clearly in my own prayer time that he was going to take the presidency. Uh,
5: the, the gravitas in which you delivered the message, I was like, this guy could not know what he's talking about. You said, no, the prophecy has went forth. Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump will be the president. And I'm like, Ron, this tape, you said it doesn't matter. He will be the president. The prophecy went forth. That's it. Donald Trump is going to win the election. And for anyone during that time on that day to hear what you say would just think that you were either completely crazy or you were just like uh, not into politics and such an amateur that you didn't know what you were talking about, but you ended up being correct. And I just wanted to bring that moment back for the listeners because that was one of those very powerful moments and one of the things that stuck with me to this day. But moving beyond that, from a perspective of being a minister and being a faith man, are you concerned with the direction of our country around faith? No, not at all.
6: We are serving a supreme God who makes no mistakes. Predestination is not a theological word, and this is the proper perspective to stop you from induced trauma. The media is trying to traumatize you. Trauma, 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 trauma. We're going to go through the whole Greek alphabet in these pandemics. Trauma, trauma, trauma. Vaccine, no vaccine. Trauma, trauma, trauma. We have to learn to center ourselves and really see who we're serving here, Giano, He makes no mistakes. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the first and the last. He preordained it and knew through every area we would walk through. And living with this consciousness gives great consolation and peace of mind to a believer who is abiding in the vine. The fake ministries are done. It's over. You're either in or you're out. And I say this with deep conviction because I'm hearing from him and I'm not the only one. There are millions of people hearing from him because my sheep hear my voice, but I am seeking him, Gianno. I'm on my face every day. You know, back in the day in the Old Testament, there were two very famous men, Daniel and Joseph. These were political advisors. These were men who consulted the king. And in modern day translation, they operated in what we call a Daniel or a Joseph anointing. I operate in one. I used to be ashamed to say it. I get in, I get visitations from him and and I'm very cautious what I speak. As you know, I don't have a podcast that blasts this. I don't believe in it. I am cultivating what I'm hearing, but I'm going to give you one more. If I can share one live, I have not shared this publicly yet and I'm going to make a debut and I'm going to share something. If you give me permission that the Lord has told me, and this is why I don't want you to be concerned, ladies and gentlemen, he is the Prince of peace and we're in calamity. We're we're so filled with anxiety and and over-the-counter drugs and prescription and CBD oil and THC and coming and going. My God, slow down. Breathe. Breathe in gold and exhale green, for your salvation draws near. He said if the man had known his house was going to be robbed, he would have never fallen asleep. But stay awake. On March 31st, I fell into a deep sleep. I am nothing special. I don't know why he chose me. I am nothing great. I'm just a servant. I just want to honor my wife and my kids, man, and help some people before I go. That's it. That's the simplicity of my life. But he chose me. He's chosen some of you. And he visited me in a dream where I saw Christ. I was standing before him. And I look to my left, Giano, and I see these two lines. And now if you read Matthew 25, which I encourage all your readers to do, this is the parable called the 10 virgins. Jesus in this vision hands me this piece of oil. It was a block of oil. It was a piece of chrism. I've studied this out. And it was a thick oil. And he said, place this upon your wound and you will be healed. And what I got from that was, is God is sending an oil to the nation. You can't white knuckle this. You can't fight it. He has got a plan and he has an anointing, which in the Hebrew, Lexington, is an empowerment to prosper. You've got to get it. These 10 virgins that open up at the time of his coming didn't have enough oil. So hold that there. Five virgins had oil, five didn't. We didn't have enough oil. We got to get more oil in the tank. Coach, how do you get more oil? Prayer. Listening to the word of God, committing yourself to him. But here's what scared me. That's not what scared me. I look to my left and I see these two lines and I immediately knew that they were the righteous on the right and the unrighteous on the left. And if you end Matthew 25, it is called the great and terrible day. There were two lines, Giano, and I was standing right in the middle of them both. And I actually felt for a split second, I didn't make it in. About a hundredth of a second, I felt the emptiness in my soul thinking to myself, I've spent all these years making all this money I've spent all these years trying to do the best I could and to live my whole life, which is, by the way, an 80-year lifespan is only 30,000 days. That's only 720,000 hours. I lived my whole life for this moment, and here I was about to lose everything. And in the blink of an eye, he looked at me and he said, I've got to attend to some other things. And I was awakened. And I had knew at that moment that there is coming a distinction, a choice that we all have to make. And we're going to end up in either of these lines. My call to action today is not buying my programs. It's not another self-help book. It's a simple prayer to say, God, show me what you showed Kardashian. You help him, you can help me. Because ladies and gentlemen, you do not want to be in that line. The unrighteous line, he will have to say no to the creation he loved. There is no more grace. There is no more forgiveness. There is no more turning back. It's it. It's over. It's done. And everything we've ever done in our life is coming down to a 30-second decision. Will you accept him as Lord and say, help me. Give me the anointing. Give me the oil to help me make it through this life so you can save yourself in that one day of judgment. And it's coming.
5: Man, now that was quite the note to leave us on. I wanna thank you, Ron, for delivering such powerful words throughout, honestly. And I gotta tell you, even in your your last response, that's what we need to use part of that last response to promote this episode because it was, I mean, just very, very powerful message there because we have become traumatized by the media. Every, on a daily, consistent basis, that's how they make their money. Click, 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 right. click, click, click. And, right. and 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 the time does seem near. We It does feel like we're in the last days. The Bible and the scripture is clear on that. But the good news is, it's not too late for people okay. to repent and ask God for forgiveness. No matter what they've done, they can continue to repent and, and get on their and face. Remember
6: that, and remember, just to interject for our listeners, the word repent is not that old school word. It's just a change of thinking, Giano. A new neurological connection. Nerve cells that fire together, wire together, so we can go higher.
5: Thank you so much, Coach Ron, for your words today. Thank you again for joining Out Loud with uh gianna caldwell coach ron kardashian and please tell everyone your websites your social media handles how can they be in touch ron
6: kardashian.com ron kardashian.com don't miss the n for the b it's not rob it's ron 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 kardashian (laughs) not my cousin god bless you rob you listening my brother but um and then of course i'm on twitter but the main one that we're hanging out on is linkedin that's where all the professionals are for at least now
5: Thank you so, so much for joining me on Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. It's been a fantastic ride. Yes, sir. My honor. Thanks, my friend. I want to thank Ron Kardashian again for a great interview. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. To hear more of my episodes and get my weekly newsletter, go to Gingrich360.com slash Gianno. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and parlor at Gianno Caldwell. And if you're interested in learning more about my story... Please pick up my best-selling book titled, Taken for Granted, How Conservatism Can Win Back the Americans That Liberalism Failed. Special thanks to our producer, Drew Steele, researcher Aaron Klingman, and executive producers, Debbie Myers, and of course, speaker Newt Gingrich, all part of the Gingrich 360 Network.
3: Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air?
4: For years, and I really like it.
7: slash iHeart.